was totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I miss my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. Bed right now, staring at me. Yeah. Trigger Trigger's lost about seven pounds since his last vet appointment, which is good because he's overweight, really overweight. Does he still have his little tongue hanging out? I love that. No, not so no. much. He's doing a lot better. He's not snoring as bad, which is really nice. He's oh, staring yeah. at me right now with his. I don't know if he's a sleeper. His eyes <laughs> why are you, open why are you talking crap, mom? Yeah, trigger. Oh, I think he is asleep. He just sleep, he sleeps with his eyes open. That's the creepy thing. Oh man. Yeah, he's one of those dogs. I think he's asleep. Rosie's looking at me like, "Why are you talking about trigger, mom?" I just sent a. I just sent to our chat a picture of Frito from today. Oh, oh my gosh, she's so darn cute. Oh, with I her love hearted her mention banana. banana. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Anyway, we'll get started tonight. Yes. Johnny and I were just talking about our dogs and our weekends and things like that. Uh, but welcome to another episode of Geek Parenting Podcast. Uh, I am Dr. Sarah. I have some wine with me tonight. I've been drinking. Yay. I was watching Solomon Kane for some reason. I don't know why. I needed a hack and slash movie. So <laughs> I just put that one on. But anyway, uh, you can find us on the Geek Parenting Podcast, at least, on Instagram at Geek Parenting. Uh, you can find us on Facebook just by going to Geek Parenting Podcast. Uh, Twitter, we are a Geek Parent Pod. YouTube, we're doing a lot of more YouTube videos, so go ahead and check out our channel on youtube.com slash geek parenting podcast, I think. I will make sure that that link is correct and get it linked. Link in the description. Linked in the description, <laughs> and well as, as well as Twitch. Now, you can also support Geek Parenting Podcast in a couple of different ways. The first is by listening to the ads that we are going to play about the midway point uh, of this episode. We're going to take a little break just so you can listen to a couple of ads as well as some promos from Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. Um, but there are also two other ways that you can do that. Um, you can go check out our Design by Human store, which has a bunch of new shirts up as of today. Uh, I've been designing like a mad woman the past few days, and so there are a few more uh, few more options up there for you, ranging from everything from parenting to Dungeons and Dragons, and just nerdy Celtic stuff that I'm just throwing together with free SVGs. Um, and then the final way that you can do that is we haven't had our monthly anchors, you know, we haven't had any monthly subs yet, but that is still an option for you um, to do like a monthly sub or a monthly donation via Anchor. And you can do that by going to anchor.fm slash geek-parenting slash support. And those range everywhere from a buck a month to $10 a month. Uh, and that just helps to go and support us with what we're doing and go to cons and go to Disneyland and go to Disney World and, and bring you uh, extra content as we do that. You can contact us in a couple of different ways. You can leave us voice messages by going to anchor.fm slash geek dash parenting slash message or by clicking the leave a voice message button on our anchor page. You can also contact us uh, by DMing us on Facebook or of course contact at geekparentingpodcast.com. That's a and, lot of way to contact. And apologies if we don't get back to you right away. There are several of us and it's kind mm -hmm. of one of those um I don't know if anybody ever listened to the radio show of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy but they had mm -hmm. a cloaking device mm -hmm. that worked by the concept of making you think it was somebody else's problem so <laughs> based on that concept it might take us a couple of days to get back to you i don't i don't know why but like johnny you seem to respond first i don't know why i don't see the messages unless i go directly to the geek parenting podcast admin page where i can like post things so I'm going to try and, and be a little more proactive in doing that. But um, yeah, we're, we're not ignoring you. We're just like, oh, my gosh, somebody's actually listening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I said, I am Dr. Sarah. You can find me uh, on Instagram at Another Mom Mess and on Twitter at Sarah Geek Mom. My brain is not working. I'm tired. Uh, I am getting ready to go to my Disney World trip, which Lily doesn't know about. So nobody's saying anything. Still a I surprise. will cut you. I will cut you if anybody tells me that we're going because... <laughs> I, I can't believe I've done this well at keeping it from her because I 
have a hard time keeping that kind of secret. Um, I've had to stop myself from saying something to my mom in front of her. So, oh, um, I know what yeah. you mean. But, um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I told the story about when I took my older kids to Disneyland for the first time. So several episodes back, that's a really <laughs> fun story. Yes, you did. Oh my gosh. She's going to flip out the, the morning I tell her. I don't know if I'm going to tell her. I'm probably going to tell her the morning we leave. I'm going to wake her up and just go. If you go. can get a video. I'm going to. Yes. I'm going to. I'm going to take a video of her waking her up and we're actually going to record the whole trip. So we're going nice. to be creating a lot of YouTube content out of, out of this trip. It's actually going to be a little bit of a homeschooling field trip. So oh, cool. I've got a couple of worksheets for her to fill out for animal kingdom and Epcot in particular. Um, and then we're going to be doing some fun things on the cruise. Like uh, we're going to be going to swim with the stingrays at Castaway Key um, because she was really interested in, seeing the, the stingrays and she loves oh, them cool. anyway so we're going to learn about stingrays and we're going to learn about the ocean so it's not going to be just i mean it's going to be a fun trip but i'm kind of wrapping the homeschooling stuff into yeah. it anyway all right esteemed listener now you're you're asking yourself who is this man with the sultry voice well i am johnny in the bushes you, you can, can find... find him in your bushes <laughs> yes you can find me on uh twitter and instagram not that i i post much uh at white enchilada one that's the number one you can find me on uh, Facebook, Johnny Tuero, that is T-U-E-R-O. Uh, good luck. I guarantee nothing. And I swear to you, the first person I see in the wild wearing a Johnny in the bushes shirt from our Designed by Human short, uh, store will get to see me cry. <laughs> I'm going to make a better one. I'm going to make I, a better one because I feel like the one we have, it's a little cheesy. I want to make a really good one. But I, I guarantee you will see me cry. And yeah. uncomfortable because I'll be like, "Oh my god, somebody cares." Somebody loves my shirt. I'm up on the or you can, or you can occasionally see me at the uh, the county library. The county library, not the city library. There is a yes. difference. There is a difference. Anyway, that's uh, that's us tonight. Oh, you know, our other members are out doing things. I think Tui is he at a concert tonight with Zion, or is that another day? I don't remember. I. Tui is just have, so busy with yeah. work and his his lovely new bride. Yes. Oh my gosh. Congratulations, Tui and Corey. Whooped. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, poor, um, poor Amber's having some issues. She won't be joining us tonight. Sheena yeah. and Jocelyn are in the ether somewhere. They're in the ether somewhere. Jocelyn is is she she texted me and said uh, I'm a bit away. So. Oh, right. Uh, she she was going to a baseball game tonight with her yep. kids, so yep. perfectly yep. reasonable. That's okay. We got stuff to talk about as I drink my very large sip of wine. <laughs> gulp, gulp, uh, gulp. We have a lot of geek news because we didn't record last week because my lovely computer decided to BSOD. <laughs> and thank God my stepbrother knows how to fix those things because I couldn't get it to fix. Your computer you know, I took usually... a dump. Yeah, usually, literally, <laughs> usually, you know, I've, I've worked in tech before. I know how to fix blue screens of death and boot and safe mode and all of that fun stuff. But it just, it wasn't working. And so I had to get some things fixed on the computer. But it's working now. Um, but we have a lot of geek news. And I don't even know where to start. I guess we should start. Oh, I should start with, we do have a new geek parenting video on YouTube. Lily and I went to Spirit Halloween. Uh, so it's oh, about right. a 15 minute video of me and Lily checking out everything, all of the new stuff at Spirit Halloween. And if you know Lily, she love freaking loves Spirit Halloween. She loves what, this. What creepy thing did she get this year? Um, she decided she's going to be a killer clown this year. <laughs> of course. So we got her costume and it's all ready to go. And she was very excited. Um both my mom and I have promised her that we are going to get at least one animatronic this year. Um, because <laughs> we do have our roaming Rosie. I don't um, know why that she leaves oh. out. And they just if, stared at me. If you want to find the one you want and let me know, I've got an inside person. Mm. Yes. Okay. I will let you know. Okay. Uh, sh I, I told it, her we could get the vulture because it was cheap. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if it has to wait until the end of the season or not. I will clarify, but we'll keep in contact. Okay. You know what? I will wait until the end of the season to get one for next year, too. So Nice. Because we are just, we are Halloween, all about Halloween here at our house. So check that YouTube video out. And like I said, you will be getting more YouTube contact in the coming weeks with our, our trip to Disney World and our cruise. But the first thing I want to start with, and children, plug your ears, earmuffs, fucking Sony. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't, I don't know what. Fucking Sony. So here's the thing. 
In my personal opinion, Disney basically saved the Superman fran- or the Superman Spider-Man, <laughs> possibly the Superman franchise, the way DC is going. Um, Disney basically saved the Spider-Man franchise after a pretty big flop of a film. Yeah. Um, and okay, so, and for me, so the Raimi, Raimi Spider-Man one and two were good, really good. Mm-hmm. But then the studio was like, "Oh, you're making money. We're going to pay attention," and we got. Ugh, the Cleveland steamer that mm-hmm. was Spider-Man three, where they shoehorned in Venom for no reason, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they ended up rebooting with Andrew Garfield, who's a great actor. And and the first one was fantastic. I loved the first one. Oh, uh, but and then they made the sweetheart deal for Civil War. We got Tom Holland for Civil War, and then two solo movies plus the mm-hmm. Avengers movies. My sweet Tom Holland, uh, who I want to adopt. Who is coming then, here next week. Yes, he'll be here next week. Oh, I'm so sad I'm missing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe Chris Evans will be at Disney World. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if... So the reason, as far as I understand it, that it was split is Disney said, hey, how about we split these profits 50-50 mm-hmm. instead of us getting, was it 5%? Well, it was more than just that. So Disney right now was getting 5% of the box office take. Sony was paying for most of making the film advertising things like that now we also need to realize that marvel studios itself disney proper gets a lot of the money from uh toys and things like that i was gonna say you know devil's advocate they get the merchandise any toys Mm -hmm. they both they pull that in Uh, unless it's specifically for the movie i think but i'm not 100 percent. yeah but what disney wanted to do is they wanted to do co-financing where they would both pay where they would both pay into the production of the movie because Sony was playing pretty much most of what the production of the movie was. Um, and, 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 you know, so they wanted a split production cost. They and wanted to do a profit. co-financing. They did, wanted to do a 50, 50 co-financing of making the movies and getting the profit, which seems okay. pretty damn fair to me. You know, let's do this together. Which we potentially could raise the, the, the budget for the movie. It, it could. It could do that. It could also, you know, it could have benefited Sony very well. Instead, Sony decides to say, no, we're not going to play with you. I'm taking my spider webs home. Yeah. Jesus, Trigger. Did you guys, did you hear that snore? <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed it. No. <laughs> um, but basically, they, they basically said no, and they've taken Spider-Man back. Um Apparently, Tom Holland is still going to be Spider-Man, but it's not going to be in our Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I think is just about the stupidest thing Sony could do. And the public, I mean, they have been tried in the the public eye. Mm -hmm. They are not doing well publicly in terms of opinion. And I can completely see why. They made a really bad decision. They've made bad decisions before with Spider-Man. You know, yeah, yeah, Venom did. Wasn't Far From Home, like, didn't that make a crap ton of money for Sony? Mm-hmm. It did. It did. And so I think they're almost thinking that they can do this by themselves because Venom did well, technically, in the box office. And then, of course, okay. the Spider-Verse was fantastic. Now, I, I will maintain my my initial uh, review for Venom. I'm like, mm-hmm. that first 30 to 40 minutes, oh, my God, it it it. It just drags. I'm going to be is... honest. I haven't got past the first 30 minutes so far. Once he finally, finally starts doing Venom stuff, it's good. Mm-hmm. But it is a mm-hmm. slog to get there. And yeah, I just think bringing in Woody is... Harrelson as Carnage. Okay, I'm going to see it. I'm not going to lie, but mm-hmm. it could but be I crap. Think, I think by basically removing Kevin Feige from the equation is a bad move by Sony. Because Unless Kevin... they decide to spend some money on a real writer. True. Uh, as far as I know, they're keeping the writers and the director and the actors. But oh, still... if, they, if they get rid of J.K. Simmons, I'm not going to see it. Oh, neither will I. Come oh, on, I man. That was that. the best. Oh, the my theater God. erupted. Like, that's, that's the moment I was waiting for in that movie. I'm like, when are we going to see J.J., you know, J.K. Jameson? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, J. Jonah. Yeah, I heard the voice and I was like, oh, fuck, they did it. They did it. And you see his face and the entire theater just erupts. Did I ever tell you I met his mom? You met J.K. Simmons' mom? 
Yeah, my dad and stepmom worked with him in the city of Missoula. She worked in the mayor's office. Damn, Damn that's pretty awesome. She's a sweet lady. Apparently, Kevin Costner is in Ogden. Should I go stalk him tomorrow? Why not? Okay. They're filming at the lighthouse for their Yellowstone or whatever. Wyoming. Oh, yeah, I forgot about they that. Do. Yellowstone. Yeah, they were yeah. filming at the lighthouse, uh, lighthouse Lounge yesterday. My coworkers and I were debating whether we should go after work and see if we could stalk him. We didn't. We it's didn't. Superman's dad. It is Superman's dad. <laughs> and Robin Hood. I love Kevin Costner. Anyway, yeah, that's but, the, yeah. That's... Bottom line, Sony. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I hold out hope that like the whole um, oh crap, I just brain farted. The whole things with with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and mm-hmm. uh, Gun. Um, mm-hmm. The the director. I hope it blows over like that. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I mean, yeah. You never know. You never I mean, know. Kev- Kevin, my guess is Kevin Feige. Feige claims that they told the story they wanted to tell yeah and i can kind of see that you know yeah he was uh peter in the mcu was really attached to iron man iron man and okay i could see that story being having been told rather Mm -hmm. so i don't know let's have to wait and see my guess is Knowing what I know about negotiation and conflict resolution is it's not the end. And my my guess is Sony is going to come back probably within the next few months and renegotiate. Yeah, at least make a counteroffer. Seriously, which they didn't do. Which yeah, is I'm, really like, I'm, sure, I'm sure Disney was highballing you. I'm, you know. So so here's the thing. What I know uh, about conflict resolution and negotiation, I actually took a ne- negotiation class. There's something called the BATNA which is the best alternative to a negotiated agreement. Sony did not, that was not their best alternative to a negotiated agreement was just pulling Spider-Man out of the MCU because number one, they're being crucified in the public eye, like I yeah. said. Um, and, and there's just not, I don't think there's confidence in Sony in terms of turning around a good Spider-Man movie. Spider-Verse was amazing. It was good, yes. In fact, that may be my favorite, most favorite. Well, I think movie. that was in spite of itself. I think mm-hmm. they didn't get the uh, studio interference because it was, mm-hmm. quote, this is me, you know, air quotes, just an animated movie. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Now, I mean, like just the subtleties in this movie that non-film nerds aren't going to notice. They actually lowered the frame rate on Miles until he found himself as Spider-Man and raised his frame rate to the, to where everyone else is just to make it visually like the visual language says he wasn't ready to be Spider-Man. I that is so that. subtle and so brilliant. So many good decisions in this movie. Yeah. And you know, if they could let it, if they could let the writers and the creators just do, do their do thing, thing, as long as it's not George Lucas, they're going to be fine. <laughs> Fucking trade agreements. Oh, God. Racial stereotypes. Okay. I'm not going to talk about Spider-Man anymore. (laughs) Okay, we're done. Okay. We're getting a Matrix reboot. I don't know. Is it a reboot? It's not a sequel? As far as I know, it's a reboot. That's what I've read, is that it's a reboot, but it's with all the same characters, or all the same actors. So I don't know. Just 20 years older? And I'm confused because... Didn't Neo die in the last one? He died in the last one, right? I don't remember. He it was basically. I Jesus saw it maybe Neo. twice. It was Jesus Neo, and he Jesus died. Neo Christ. He died to save everybody. Yeah, uh, so we're getting a Matrix reboot. So I know some people are excited about that. Now the big thing this past weekend was, of course, Johnny and I were super excited for D twenty three. Oh yeah. And I have an entire list of things that were announced. I am not going to announce everything because there was a lot. Basically, Epcot is getting overhauled with a bunch of new lands and pavilions. When's that supposed to be? Uh, twenty. They're going to store it twenty twenty. Because I'm see. planning on going in twenty twenty one, and hopefully, it's going because I want to drink around the world. You'll still be able to drink around the world. Woo! Basically, what they're doing is just adding. And renaming things. So 
you still have World Showcase. They're going to do like Moana, a Moana thing that's going to be over by the Land Pavilion. They're oh, going to be redoing yeah. a lot of the films. So I they're going to be redoing, yeah, they're going to be redoing like the China film, you know, the 360. They're going to be redoing the Canada one, I think. Um, so the Land's new film, Awesome Planet, will begin in January of 2020. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind, Cosmic Rewind will be open in, uh, it doesn't say, that's going to be in World Discovery, which is replacing Future World East. Um, they're going to be expanding, expanding Mission Space, as well as what they call the Play Pavilion, which is basically an interactive metropolis where you can play with games and activities. Um, and, and I will tell you, when I I've never been to Disney World, but when I finally <gasps> go in two years... Being the obstinate bastard I am, I'm not even gonna set foot in that Pandora crap. I can't. I'm taking Lily on Pandora on the river. That's ride. that's fine. I just I just have such like I've never even seen Avatar, but I have such an you issue with Pandora. No. Hmm. I just. Ugh. Well, I will report back for you, the, so you the never fact have that to it know. is the fact that it is the fake Avatar and the real Avatar had to call <laughs> itself the Last Airbender, even right. though that movie sucked. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it could have been a wave. Damn, M. Night Shyamalan, ding dong. Shyamalan, Mary, we're getting a Mary Poppins attraction in the UK pavilion. I've had I a Mary Poppins there. attraction since I was a kid. Shut up. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, so you're, yeah, you're getting the Wondrous China, which is going to be their new film for the China pavilion. You're getting Canada far and wide. Um, you're getting a Beauty and the Beast sing-along. I would have there called we... it poutine and healthcare, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the name of that? Please tell no. me that's the name of the episode. No, it's poutine and pot, man. Poutine <laughs> and healthcare. Because they have pre pots illegal. Pots legal now. Poutine. So are we calling it poutine and pot or poutine and healthcare? I think healthcare would be less okay. uh, blocked by filters. Okay, poutine and healthcare. <laughs> okay, yep, that's the name of the episode. Uh, you're getting a, you know, like the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is going to be in France. And then, of course, you're also going to get the Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Ooh, sweet. You're getting a new app to replace their current app called D Disney Genie Mobile. It's basically the same thing they have now, just reskinned. But the big news, Johnny... Big news. The news that I am going to push for Geek Parenting Podcast to be invited to go out and cover this when it opens. The Galactic Star Cruiser Halcyon. Yes. We need to go. Oh my gosh. This is the Halcyon, which is basically a Star Wars cruise at Disney World. Guests will embark together on a two-night adventure that includes special activities, incredible dining, and a spaceport day on Batuu at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, inviting guests even deeper into their own Star Wars stories. You're basically going to be on a Star Wars vacation. You guys, the the, the blue and the green milk at Galaxy's Edge were both delicious. They are not dairy-based, but they are delicious. Mm -hmm. And you can get them with alcohol at Disney World. Woo! Um, but basically, you're, they're going to be doing Jedi training, where you actually get a train with like one of the things that Luke trained with. I don't know how they're going to do that. But it's freaking Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Disney, man. Disney. Fucking Disney. They're amazing. Um, but I'll be sure to link all out to all of the articles so you can actually see all of the details. Um, the Rise of the Resistance trailer oh. made me cry. Um, now, I have a friend who is working Rise of Resistance. She's a trainer. Um, I am going to try to get her on after Rise of the Resistance opens. I don't know if she's allowed to talk about it before. Um, right. But I am going to talk to her about getting her on to talk about her experience in, in working and, and helping. Because she's opening. She's opening Batu. She will be there. She's actually there right now getting ready. And she will be there until like 6 a.m. in the morning just getting prepped to help them open. <laughs> Spe oh, sorry. Speaking of Batu, you can no longer fly with your awesome Coke bottles. That's on my list. Oh, my God. Now, here's the interesting thing that I've read. Is that this is not official. It had... It was somebody asked in a tweet and the TSA responded without actually researching what was going on. Go I've had people, her. I've had people on Facebook, you know, I'm, you know, we're on this cruise Facebook page where we're talking about these things and people are like, I brought them home from California without any problem. Just don't have any liquid in them if you're carrying well, them yeah, on. Duh. And if they're in carry on, they're like, they just open your luggage and look. So... 
so there is some controversy as to what's actually going on. Andy Wilson, who's a friend of not only the podcast, but of the geek community here in Salt Lake, said just take the lid off. You take the lid off and it doesn't look like a replica ex- explosive, which whatever. Uh, I don't think it looks like a replica explosive anyway. So I I flew recently to mm-hmm. go and to go to uh, Tui's wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, I we have had the TSA for nearly 20 years. And other than other than nearly I mean other than just like complete inconvenience, I don't think they've accomplished a goddamn thing. They haven't. Other than employment, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. but other than you know employing some good folks and being a complete pain in every traveler's ass, they've done nothing. Mm-hmm. So uh, flying back from Las Vegas after the wedding, uh, I forgot to, or no, we stopped at a cigar shop. I'm a cigar mm-hmm. smoker. It's a once in a while thing. Judge me as Have you will. Another one. Um, I had I got a torch because it's just much nicer for lighting a cigar. Now a torch yeah. is like a little butane thing. I could have got matches, but I was like, ah, oh, ten bucks for a torch, whatever. Now the TSA, I had to leave it in Vegas because you know apparently I was gonna burn down the airport with a fucking cigar oh, torch. Jesus. So you know, thanks TSA for saving me from myself. God, so fucking stupid, so fucking stupid. But anyway, yeah, just yeah. be be aware that if you do buy one of the thermal detonator Coker Sprite bottles. Either mail put it, it home. Yeah, put it... Well, but mailing it may even be a problem if, if that's an issue, if they think it's a bomb. Well, I guess, right? yeah. I could see that. But, so, my my best observation, my best advice I could give to anybody who wants to bring, bring them home is make sure they're empty. Yeah. If you're carrying it on, they can look at it. I don't think they're going to make you throw an empty Coke bottle away, to be perfectly honest. I don't care what it looks like. Yeah. If you're sending it in your carry-on luggage, they're going to check your carry-on luggage if it looks suspicious anyway. So put it on the top of your luggage, or, on the top or just of your clothes. Keep, or just keep the cap and the bottle separate. Separate. Yeah. You know, unless you're one of those <sighs> weird people who aren't going to drink it. Blech. Don't keep Coke for 20 years, guys. That's gross. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's that news there. Uh, what else do I have here? Let me see. What is this link that I put in here that I don't know what it actually is? Oh, oh yeah, this is the, the Disney D23, how to get Disney Plus for less than $4 a month. Basically, you have to be a D23 member, and you have to do it before September 2nd, guys. So if you're listening to this episode tomorrow morning, go sign up now. Go join the D23 membership. Um, it is 100 bucks to join, but then you get that Disney Plus for less than four months. You do have to subscribe for three years, commit for three years. You have to, three years, you have to pay that in full. I think it's like $140 for three years or something like that. Yeah, $140.97 to join. Yeah. Oh, Jocelyn's going to join us. So hold on, I'm going to let her in. But um, yeah, so you can you can do that. It's a lot cheaper. I'm going to actually probably do it here as soon as we get off recording. I'm probably going to go do upgrade my general membership. Yeah, there is a free membership and it, I'm it doesn't include the yeah the the paid membership has a lot of really good discounts and mm-hmm. you know stuff included so i i assume that the discounted rate will be part of the is it gold it's gold, gold yeah, yeah so it's $100 for a year and then i think believe it's 140 for a family membership yeah um so i am probably going to go do that i've been thinking about doing D23 anyway for a long time obviously um, hey Jocelyn, we're just talking about D23 and Disney Plus. Just so fun. You know, it just sounds like fun. How we're going to sign up for D23 just so we can get the cheaper Disney Plus for three years. Right? That was such an interesting article. Right? Yeah. So, so I'm probably going to go do that after we get off since I've already spent a billion dollars <laughs> last two weeks on this stupid vacation. A billion Plus and 30. Things. Yeah. A billion and 30. <laughs> Billion and thirty dollars, but anyway. Fair. Anyway, so I'm going to do that. Uh, we talked about those announcements. Hey, there's one more thing I want to talk about, and that is the fact that I'm pretty sure Robert Downey Jr. is in fact Tony Stark. Oh, the, did you the, see what he did today? The man on whose back the MCU was built. So today he spoke at a special conference. I believe it was in Las Vegas about climate change and how he is now going to be starting this new climate change 
group organization that is going to be focusing on technology and or AI, I'm sorry, artificial intelligence and nanotechnology to combat climate change. The man, nice. is, Tony Stark. The man is Tony Stark. He really is. He really is. Like, I that's all there him. is to it. I want to hug him and say, you're amazing. Don't ever change. He would say the same to you, Sarah. I hope so. I hope so. I love you 3000. <laughs> Speaking of that line, apparently Tom Holland also said that when he showed up at D23 this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. We, already talked about it. we already talked about that. Don't make me cry anymore. Okay. Anyway. So what have you been doing, Jocelyn? What are you up to? How was the game? Uh, it, I, mm, not super great. We left really? before it ended, honestly. We no. left in the top of the ninth, and we were down by three runs. Ooh. So, yeah. They Our weren't Raptors. playing super great tonight, but that's okay. So, I know. But here's what I did score. I Go did ahead. score baseball cards from the Raptors dating back to 2014, which is when Cody Bellinger played for them. So I now own a Cody Bellinger Raptors baseball card. I don't know who that is. That's okay. You don't have to. It's really exciting if you're a baseball dork. <laughs> so if you I'm are a- into baseball, it's really cool. He was the MVP last year or the year before for the Dodgers. So so I, I'm really into sports when I'm watching it live in person. Does that count? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Otherwise, I can care less. You bet. I love Unless the food at the ballpark. I did have I got a a Betty burger which is a cheeseburger with a bratwurst on top of it oh that sounds amazing I only let myself have like two of those a a season so Johnny I didn't ask I didn't ask you and Max did you eat anything at at Galaxy's Edge in Batu we know you drank the blue milk I don't think we did eat, eat anything there hmm Sad. Really sad. I need to try one of those Ronto's roaster wrap thingies. With a gigantic sausage in it. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> That's okay. what she said. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break here, guys, for our ads. We are going to promote. Uh, this is the last promotion for Cinema Queens this month. Uh, they are a part of the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. And then we also have a wonderful ad that will help support us. We get pennies on the dollar every time you listen to it. So if you want to listen to it eight times, we'll get a whole, like, eight cents. And that helps us do things like go to cons or, like, I can give Johnny some cents, some pennies, t- since he upgraded his microphone recently. <laughs> Just nice. Anything else? I think we've made twelve dollars since we joined Anchor. So, I, so I was stay to, tuned, you beautiful bastards. So I was able to buy like two beers at DevCon <laughs> with Woo! the twelve bucks. So listen to those ads. Listen, hey, uh, you know, yeah. That, that ex machina beer was delicious. Hey, it's a box machina. There you go, box machina. And, and the correct name, it's not ex machina, Johnny. It's Vox machina. Whose voice? Vox machina. All of the voices. Anyway, we're going to break here for us. <laughs> and we'll be back in just a few minutes, guys. And break. Now, sissy that wow. Hey there. Are you queer or some variation of it? Well, I'm Chris. And this is my co-host, Adam. And welcome to Cinema Queens. Where we talk about queer cinema. Each week, we watch beloved queer classics, discuss them, review them. And cover a whole cluster of topics from our favorite scenes. What they mean to us. How it relates to our current world. And the best part, the cherry on top of the sundae happens to be... Gay Rants! So prepare your ear holes! And listen to us queens talk cinema. New episodes drop every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Bye bye And we're back. Woo! I hope those ads fulfilled your every need. And if not, listen to them again. Yep. And the third time. (laughs) A few times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just keep reminding. Oh, that was a fantastic ad. I just need, and not even the Cinema Queens one. If you just want to listen to the ad for Anchor, that's really the only one we need you to listen to because that's the one that gives us the money. (laughs) But seriously, go check out Cinema Queens on the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. My good friend Adam McDonald is on that podcast who I adore. So go check that yes. out. So guys, how's your parenting been lately? It's been um, pretty well for me. Yeah? <laughs> Why is that? Well, so 
as uh, as you all may you know probably know, I I have older children that are twenty three and twenty one, mm-hmm. and they yes. actually I actually got them to come over last night so we could all Drink. watch the well. No, they were doing other things that aren't strictly legal. Oh, okay. Sorry, we're not going to talk about that. But we got together so we could watch the Invader Zim movie on Netflix. Oh, shit, I need to do that. Nice. How was it? Uh, we really enjoyed it. It's, you know, I, I don't think Zim was intentional, like, or was initially rather uh, designed to be a feature length thing. So there are a little. You know, there's a little bit, you have to slog in a couple of spots, but the, the, the writing is still there. The jokes are still there. They just have to find a way to string them all together gotcha. in a, a format that's longer than, you know, 11 minutes. Or so guys, I, I have some breaking news. Uh-oh. So you've heard about, um, what's his name, playing Batman in Infinite Crisis and Infinite Earths, right, on CW? Yeah. Oh, uh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Well, um, Mark Hamill is rumored to be playing the Joker in Crisis what? on Infinite Earth. It's a rumor. I thought he was already playing somebody in Crisis on Infinite Earth. Who, the trickster? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, but if it's Crisis on Infinite Earth... <laughs> but, if, then but if you get that reference, comment in the comment section. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I got it. Just I for the record, I, so. I understood that reference, and it was the doll maker, wasn't it? Or was it the toy maker? It was the toy maker. Was it the doll maker? I don't remember. But I mean, come on, Mark Hamill playing the freaking Joker with Kevin Conroy playing the freaking Batman—that would be awesome. Ugh. Oh you my god! Ha- you can have your Jack Nicholson. You can have your Heath Ledger. I'm sorry, Hamill is the iconic Joker. Mm-hmm. He. he mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. I just had to like. I was tagged in that article. I was like, breaking news. There you go. You heard it first. <laughs> on Geek Cringe nice. Podcast. So, guys, we have our first listener questions. Let's do it. Actually, from one of my coworkers who I adore, and I'm I'm so proud that he listens to the podcast. Um, his name is Joseph. He lives in Bangor, Maine. He's a content developer for Wayfair with me. He's on my team. But he has two children um, that he's adopted. (laughs) He's got a farm, Johnny. I'm in your farm bushes. He's got a farm with (laughs) goats and chickens. I love goats. (laughs) But um, he has a couple of questions because he's he's adopted a a few few children and he's getting ready to adopt a third, third, the third sibling. But he's really having the struggle. And we're going to listen to the... Let's, list, let's listen to his questions. He's got a lot of questions. So we're going to listen okay. to his questions now, and then we will answer them because that's what we do. So let's take a brief pause to listen to Joseph's questions, and here we go. Our first listener voice message. Hello. I have six questions for you. First, what tips or techniques can you recommend to get your child to go to sleep? Second, how to get kids to eat vegetables or fruits. Third, how to balance letting a kid be a kid and not providing too much structure or discipline. Fourth, how to get your kid to stop lying. Fifth, tips and techniques to get kids to have empathy. And finally, the sixth one is how to get your kid to stop talking back. Thank you. And we're back. Chonklas. Chonklas all around. Chonklas are really the best. <laughs> the best answer. So And there's Johnny's answer. We've got a kind of I've kind of like compiled his questions into a couple just so we can kind of 
compile it and well, I don't even know what the word is. Can we tackle a few each episode for a little bit? Well, there's well, so I basically broken it down into three basic questions that that he's asking. Okay. Okay. Asking. Cool. So the first one is, and Johnny's answer is going to be the chancla for each. One of these, so just, it is like we don't even need to to go so, there. But I have Snorlax chanclas. There you go. Oh. <laughs> is that the sound that a chancla makes? Sure. Okay. Anyway, what types of techniques can we use as parents to make sure our kids are eating fruits and vegetables? I have a technique that has worked very well with Lily. Is it a chancla? No. (laughs) Oh, no. Dang it. It is give her options. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, yes. It is say you can have green beans or you can have peas. You have to pick one of them. You have to eat all of what I put on your plate, which is usually just a scoop. I don't give her a lot. But here's the thing. Giving her those options, she actually loves vegetables and fruits now. Like, she will eat her green beans before she eats anything else on her plate. She will ask for broccoli specifically for dinner. And so I think if you give kids options, and I did this a lot with her as a toddler, is we would get, like, an ice cube tray. And I would put Mm -hmm. little fruits and vegetables in each little ice cube thing and just let her pick what she wanted to eat. Now, granted, you can't do that much with older kids. I mean, you could do that with older kids. Give them those options. But Was that a beer? No. Oh, dang it. It's a orange vanilla seltzer. Okay. Are you mixing it with vodka? Uh, Possibly. (laughs) I am now. (laughs) So... My kids have never had trouble with fruits or vegetables. Yeah, there there may be a, a variety or two they don't care for. Or in the case of my youngest, loves bananas but is mm-hmm. allergic to them. So that's pretty terrible. Oh, sad. <laughs> but but yeah, choice. Uh, choice. My, Give me my options. My eleven year old ate like as a baby. You know the the Gerber baby food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, loved. I don't know if it was the color or the taste or what, but loved anything orange. So carrots, sweet potatoes, like just couldn't get enough of them. Like so much so, I, I swear to you, and I have pictures, her cheeks started turning orange. Oh my God. They probably did from the beta carotene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Funny. Yeah. Variety is great. Mm-hmm. Give them the options. Let them choose. Give them several options in small portions. Yeah. And like let your kids pick. probably not going to get down on Brussels sprouts, but they may like some some more mild vegetables. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, no, my kids love Brussels sprouts and hate green beans. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. My Lily's kids won't the touch. Way. They won't touch green beans, but I can get them to eat Brussels sprouts roasted in the oven every time I make them. Oh, Lily I loves hated, beets. I hated Lily beets loves... as a kid. I can't get enough of them now. Yeah. Oh, Lily I love, love be- Lily loves mm-hmm. beets. She loves yeah. them. Ella will eat beets because they turn her tongue purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's simply the re- like, I think she likes how they taste, but they, she loves that they make her tongue purple. And so I think also- for my kids' choice, like my younger Ella, my cute Ella, mm-hmm. she doesn't always do well with choice. Mm-hmm. But I've learned which vegetables she will eat and what she won't. Like, I know my neither one of my children will touch green beans. Right. So honestly, it's not worth that battle to me. They don't like them, I don't make them. Now, if we happen to be mm-hmm. like at my mother's and my mother is serving green beans, I ask them to try one and they're good sports and they'll try one. They still don't like them. Still and sucks. then we move on. <laughs> yeah. So. so what I've also done with Lily is if I have her help me prepare things, oh, prepare nice. foods, mm-hmm. she's more willing to at least try it. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. more willing to try it, which is what we did with the beets is I, we got some, fr- you know, I'd got some fresh beets from the farmer's market and we cut them up and we you know put them with olive oil and we tossed them in the oil and the salt and we roasted them and then we put feta cheese over them and she loved it so i think if you have kids help you prepare not not just the fruits and the vegetables but the meal entirely oh yeah they're a little more excited to try the things that they've made yeah Yeah. well and fruits have never been a problem my kids will eat almost any fruit out there so yeah fruits fruits haven't been a problem either i I think that's just because they're sweet yeah. I will eat cherries until I have to, intestinal distress. <laughs> intestinal distress could also be the name of this episode, but we're, gonna, we're still going to go with poutine and healthcare because that's still my favorite. 
Jocelyn will have to listen to okay. understand that reference. I will. I will. So, uh, okay, yeah, so they're generally easier. I, I mean, I, I would easy. think because they're they're like even apples. There are so many varieties. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, Lily's like addicted to blueberries right now. Oh. Like, I mean, blueberries. Like, what kid likes blueberries? Lily, mm-hmm. weird. My kids do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, so my kids will and... like eat a whole freaking bunch of grapes. Oh yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Grapes, blueberries, strawberries, bananas, peaches are big. Yeah. Nectarines. Oranges. Even. Oranges are kind of on that. Like you gotta get a good it, orange. It depends on how bitter the orange not not yeah. the peel, but the, the skin is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The white film on mm-hmm. the outside. That gets like, bitter. Like the cuties are really good, but if oh, you get yeah. a big orange that's not so good. Mm-mm. Lily loves cherries. So yeah, mm-hmm. fruits fruits have never really been the issue with her, but but even vegetables like I made a I made a point since she was little, like super little, when she was first eating solid food, to make sure she always had something like carrots or peas, yeah. something there, so that she would get used to them. And I think that's yeah. also a big key is if you have little ones and you're introducing them to foods, introduce them to the weird shit first. <laughs> yes, because so they I- are more likely to not poo-poo it <laughs> i get to enjoy asparagus twice once when i'm eating it mm-hmm. and the next day i'll be like oh <laughs> that's pinks and i'm like oh yeah i had asparagus you have asparagus surprise yeah that's what we I'm call like, it like oh that's awful but i had delicious asparagus, asparagus so it's worth right? it <laughs> so yeah i think it's just get them started early and all the on all the vegetables give them the options give them a variety let them decide what they like and, and it's okay if they only like one or two vegetables that's fine. Let them, let them mm-hmm. try the things that maybe you don't like because mm-hmm. it may work out for them. I'm not mm-hmm. huge yeah. on radishes, but maybe my kids love them. Oh, so yeah. You have to have that bias when you're when you're having your kids try vegetables. Mm-hmm. And well, don't... and my kids, my kids don't care about like ranch dressing to dip mm-hmm. in, but my oh, nephews, no. Oh, no. my nephews love ranch dressing. You mm-hmm. put anything in front of them with ranch dressing, and I guarantee you they will at least try a bite of it. And cheese. even cheese puts put a little bit yep. of melted cheese on broccoli or even butter like anything yeah. you can do to make it taste better those extra calories aren't going to hurt your kids usually enough kids cheddar cheese pretty... ranch dressing anything's edible right <laughs> plus kids are so active like lily that's true lily eats all day i swear to god this she's a grazer mm. she will eat all day and she does not gain a freaking pound. I don't know how she does it. Oh, I'm jealous. While you can. That's why I keep telling her. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You eat that. You enjoy that. You enjoy that third piece of cake for today. I remember <laughs> only being 230 pounds. <laughs> I got to get my butt back to the gym. Anyway, <laughs> but so the second question he has is, how do you have, how do you help your kids have empathy? Get them to stop lying and stop talking back. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. And 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 I hate to oversimplify it, but it goes back to the our show's overarching theme is know your kid. And I know that's mm-hmm. not helpful, but you know, <laughs> you have to find what strikes a chord with them and try mm-hmm. to find a way to make the situation fit that. Understandable. Yeah. And I think Empathy is not something that children, I think children are innately empathetic to a certain point. They know when somebody else is hurt. They know when somebody else's feelings are hurt usually, but they don't necessarily know how to deal with that situation. And I think, and, and I've used this. So like I said, I'm an instructional designer. We have to teach empathy because a lot of the training we do is having empathy for the customer, right? So I have used a lot of, there's a scene in Inside Out where Bing Bong is really upset and he's crying and Joy is like trying to get him to go. It's like, oh, come on, we'll figure this out, blah, blah, blah. And Sadness actually sits down next to him and talks to him and asks him questions and said, you must be really disappointed about this. Yeah, actually lets him feel Mm -hmm. sad. I think with empathy and with kidding your kids to stop lying and talking back, it's, it's a matter of modeling. And I've been dealing with this a lot with Lily. Lily Lily doesn't lie a lot. In fact, she tells stories, but she doesn't directly lie. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like, she'll tell me she did something that day, and it'll be something fanciful that I know she didn't do. 
So yeah. I, mean, I know she's not telling me the truth, but she's not, I don't think she's explicitly lying to lie. You know what I mean? Well, she's not saying no. A, I there's a difference between that imaginative play or that imaginative storytelling and flat out lying to be harmful or lying to hide something. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and especially at Lily's age, that's a, that's a big difference. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Now the talking back, oh, she's a sassy pants little shit. (laughs) She has been just this past week. We have once again, taken off YouTube. YouTube is gone. Does not get YouTube for an unnamed amount of time because of her sassiness and, Brattiness. Sorry. <laughs> for the unseeable future. For the unseeable future. You have no YouTube. Uh, she lost Minecraft tonight because she decided she needed to hit me when I didn't know how to do something in Minecraft. So I Ooh. think with, with the talking back and the lying, you just have to be firm and you have to be consistent. And, you know, consistency is the key in a lot of this when it comes oh. to discipline. Don't give in to them. <laughs> And talking, I have to watch my a fun parenting story for this week. So oh, go yeah. ahead, Jocelyn. Yeah. I was going to say, I have to watch myself because mm-hmm. I am really sassy and I talk back under my breath a lot. And I have to not model that for my kids. Mm-hmm. And, and we love that about you. So good, because I'm good at it. Because I'm doing it. <laughs> I had this revelation this weekend. And don't laugh at me. I was reading my own tarot cards, okay? And basically the essential overarching theme of the cards that I pulled was you're getting in your own fucking way with your kid. Ah, uh, yes. And I was like... you read tarot cards? I'm starting to. Okay, you need to inherit my dishonored tarot card deck. You have dishonored tarot cards? I got Why are they I, dishonored? Because yes. that... I don't know. They, that was just free stuff they gave out if you pre-ordered the first game. Let's give them to me. I am learning. So I'll, I have a whole another conversation that I have will have with you guys in a future date or an, after we get offline here. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I decided I'm like, I had a particularly shitty day with it was Saturday. It was the day we went to the Renaissance Fair. And oh, yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to be great. You know, she's been really good when we've been going out and do stuff. And we got to the Renaissance Fair and she was just a total asshole. You were kidding yourself so I hard. Was, I was kidding myself. <laughs> so I I'm, like, I'm going to read the cards. I'm like, I'm doing so- something I'm doing is not right. And so I, I, I pulled my cards and I was like, oh, I'm and basically the reading was you're getting in your own way. <laughs> like yeah. you're yeah. doing shit that just fucks you up. Anyway, so I was thinking about that all weekend. And then Sunday we went to the craft store and I told her you can pick you can pick a couple of crafts that are five dollars. And I said, Here are the five dollar crafts. And she was having a really hard time deciding. I said, I finally let's go look somewhere else. And I said, Oh look, isn't this one cool? And she said, Yes, let's do let's I'll I'll pick this one, which was a little ceramic like haunted mansion thing that she could paint. Oh cool. <laughs> but what I did and I didn't realize this until she said something to me. I said, oh, but look, this is really cool too, Lily. What do you think about this one? She's like, mom, you're making this really hard for me to decide. Because I kept giving her options. You are yeah. getting in your own way. I, I was. And, and that was like, oh. Shame. It. <laughs> like, she had picked what she wanted. Yeah. But then I suddenly said, oh, this is really cool. Why don't we do this instead? And it told, and she literally, she like looked at me in the eye. She's like, mom you're making this really hard for me to make my choice. And I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, and so now I'm like, we, I think we all do it. And I think I'm particularly guilty. I don't know if it's because I'm a single parent and I have felt like a very much a single parent for a long time. Mm -hmm. You're a single parent. You've had to, I, I don't want to use this word incorrectly, but you've had to overcompensate for mm-hmm. where you feel the other parent lacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That is, is that overstepping well, or no, fair? no, no, no. And I've also, I've also like from the get go as a parent, I've wanted to number one, expose Lily to different life experiences. Yes. She's incredibly, ver- she was incredibly verbal when she was very young. She was very in- expressive since she was very young. So I've been trying to expose her all these different experiences and things, but maybe it was always too much. You know, maybe I was <laughs> trying to get her to enjoy too many things. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, trying to like too yeah. many options may be overwhelming. Too many options. I was giving her too many options. And, yeah, and so for me to have, you know, to, for me to have pulled those cards and read it that way, and then for her to say that the next day, I was like, oh, that's kind of a thing. Uh, see, I, I know what you're saying. You've you've got the one, and that's mm-hmm. enough because Lily mm-hmm. is a mad queen. Mm-hmm. But with mine, it was like, yes. okay, I, I I would think, okay, I'll give my kids a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we're going to dinner, I feel like these two places sound okay to me. Well, I've got two of them that are young, that are younger, mm-hmm. and what do they pick? One picks one, one picks the other. It's like, oh, God, are you serious? Yeah. I stopped giving him options. I'm like, this is where I feel like going. I hope you're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not, you're going to have a sandwich. <laughs> and that's what I've had to do with Lily. And, and that's why I'm glad I haven't told her that we're going on this trip. Because I'm basically not giving her options for what we're doing. It's like, yeah. we're going to get there. We're going to get our rental car. And we're going to go straight to, to Galaxy's Edge. You don't get a yeah. choice that night. Well, we're we're yeah. pushing it. Pushing yeah. an hour. What's the third question? Let's, oh let's, yeah, let's sorry. Anyway, the third blah blah blah. Uh, how can we balance letting a kid be a kid with too much structure and discipline? So making sure they're still able to be a kid, but not making sure they don't, you know. So in my life, <laughs> in my life, that has meant not enrolling them in activities unless it's something they truly want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, things like soccer. Ella played soccer for a good probably three, four years in a row. Mm-hmm. And that last year, she fought me tooth and nail and didn't want to go and didn't want to play. And so mm-hmm. when it came time to sign up for soccer again for the next year, I said, do you want to play soccer? And she said no. And I said, done. Then we're not mm-hmm. signing up. I think it's that knowing what your kids want to do versus mm-hmm. what you think think they should do my oldest I always wanted him to play football I always mm -hmm. I'm a huge football fan and he's not into it and so he doesn't play football now and I think it also goes along the line with you know for a long time I wouldn't let Lily go play with herself even in our neighborhood which is pretty safe like i you know yeah. if she went outside i would go I outside with her go in the play by herself by herself yeah <laughs> she I does would, mean by herself yes. yeah I, I do mean by herself i wouldn't let her go out by herself i would you know even if she was going across the street to play with neighbors i would go and sit out on the front porch and mm. i think a little bit of it is knowing again goes back to that know your kid right. yes give them give them just a little bit of trust if they're in that age mm-hmm. where you think you can trust them to go across the street and not go do something stupid, yeah. you know, uh, and well, that's, I mean, it's, it's a learning curve for parents, I think. And know who your kids are with. Exactly. Like I don't, so I have neighbors that Ella has been to their house and played with. I'm not best friends with them. I don't know everything about every minute detail of their lives, mm-hmm. but I at least have met them on a face-to-face basis. Yeah. There's and and at least in my neighborhood there's an understanding. There always has been. Mm-hmm. If my kids at your house and is behaving like a jerk, you, send you them have home. the right to reprimand them and to send them home. Yeah, that's And, and if that's I feel home. yeah, and, and if I feel like you went too far, I'll come talk to you about that and we'll lay something out. Well, but, and that that's the great yeah. thing that I love about this neighborhood that I'm in now is which is really weird for me like every place I've lived before, I didn't know my neighbors. But in this mm-hmm. neighborhood, I don't know what it is, but there's lots of kids. And so the oh. kids all play with each other. And so, and like, we have a, we had a street party earlier this year. Like, we were all out there, even the people who didn't drink, you know, people who didn't drink, people who drank. Everybody's out there just talking and, yeah. you know, and the kids are out there playing. So everybody has, it's, it seems like there's this understanding on our street. Yeah. yeah. That the kids know each other. We know each other's boundaries. You can send my kid home if they're being an asshole. Yeah. I will oh, send yeah. your kid home if they're being an asshole. Well, yeah. And the, with, uh, yeah, go ahead. The ex-wife, uh, when I was still living there, uh, the the neighbors behind us, you know, had kids about my kid's age and they'd come mm-hmm. over and play, which was almost always fine. Mm-hmm. But their their youngest boy was kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. And I got the, you know, I, I kind of got the impression that he was very much 
the stereotypical baby of the family. Mm-hmm. And that offends, yeah. if that offends somebody because you're the baby, you know, maybe you weren't this way. I don't know. I'm just talking generalizations, which isn't the best thing to do. Anyway. We're talking experience. So this kid was climbing all up on the back of my couch, which is not okay. Mm-hmm. And we're like, dude, you need to get down. And he's like, no, I don't want to. I was like, okay, you're getting down or mm-hmm. I am going to put you down. Mm-hmm. And he kind of gave me that defiant look. And I'm like, I'm not going to back down, dude. I'm like nine times your size. Yeah. You're getting put down. And, you know, which I know his parents don't do. They probably talk to him in that ridiculous sing-songy, well, oh, that's not what we do. Down. We really like, don't do that. Can I you will get down like 800 warnings, right? Like, I will drop your ass to the ground right now. I don't care who's <laughs> kicking her. I'm not going to break your bones. I'm not going to give you a laceration, but I will put your ass off this couch. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah. All he had to do was look at me and realize, oh, this isn't mom or dad. This dude is not kidding. And he got mm-hmm. down. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I'm not going to lay a hand on your kid. No. But I, they, they're going to think I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the yeah. illusion. It's the illusion. The man the behind illusion. the curtain. You know, the funny thing is, Lily, Lily gets along with most of the kids in the neighborhood. The only problem we've had is there is one extremely LDS family in the neighborhood, and Lily has a potty mouth. Yes, she yeah. does. Which she, I don't like, and I've tr- I can't break her of it, guys. I've tried. She's just gonna be like her mama. You know what? Yeah. Just teach her to Mom swear course. properly. That's like right? just, just just steer to the curb. Trying to teach her to swear in British. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you say bugger? Just say bugger instead of fuck. I don't know because they say... they use cunt a lot. They, That's I'm a not little... teaching. I'm not teaching her that one. I'm okay. teaching her like bugger. Okay. And uh, what are some of the? I can't remember. And I'm I apologize, folks, for using that word. No, it's okay. But they do. Them and they the do. Australians, we use the C word a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, so do they the do. Scottish. Yeah. I mean, it's a... a... Swear words don't offend me. I mean, the C word kind of offends me, depending on what context. Depending on... I was going to say context. If, it, if, if it's in a song in the Book of Mormon, the musical, I'm okay with it. That was great. <laughs> How was that? How would that you rate... That was so much fun. I still haven't seen it. Oh Have you God. never seen it, Sarah? I... The last musical I saw was Mary Poppins when it was here, like before Lily was born. Wow. Wow. I don't, I don't get to go do fun things. I want to go see Hades Town. I want to see don't Moulin Rouge. Nice I, I want to see Moulin Rouge. I want to see Hades Town. I want to go see all the things. I got to go see Sting on Saturday. Valerie's going with me to go see nice. Sting. I won, I won tickets from work. So we got box tickets with free drinks and dinner. Ooh, very nice. Down at USANA, right? USANA, yep. Yeah, nice. Valerie that's been in England recently? Yes, Valerie oh. that's been in England recently with our other friend, Rich. I like so, Valerie. I like Valerie and Rich. They're both. I also like favorite. Rich. Yes. Rich is, Rich is cool. Yeah. So is Valerie. Valerie is one of my uh, D&D players, and she's very awesome. Nice. But anyway, those are our questions. Let your kids be a kid. Know your kid. Give them more choices. Trust them a little bit. Unfortunately, like most of the important questions of our day, you know, as an example, I am not going to open a can of worms. I'm just saying as an example, guns, there is no easy answer. No. There really isn't. No. And hopefully something we've said helps or sparks that light bulb, but you know, what works for my kid or Sarah's kid or Jocelyn's kid. May not, may not work for yours. But, I mean, oh my gosh, four kids and three of mine I were have been no trouble. One mm-hmm. I know is just going to be taxed. And with Sarah, she just got the taxing one right off the bat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also going to say this. Don't be afraid to talk about mental health with your kid yeah. mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask for help with your kid if you're concerned about behavior right I, and i think that's key and i think i knew very early on that something wasn't quite right with lily yeah even when she was two and three years old remember i was saying she, mm-hmm. there's just something not 
not right. Trust yeah. your instinct. If you think there's something wrong with your kid in terms of mental health, get them checked out. Please. And, and, and conversely, if everybody else is telling you, hey, you need to have your ch- kid checked and you're not feeling that, don't feel like you need to. Like, it yeah. doesn't hurt to have them checked, but don't feel like I must be doing something wrong because everybody's saying there's something wrong with my kid. Yeah. No. That's true. That's true. I, 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 I dealt with that. And as the nurse in the group, yeah, if go. you feel like your kid needs to be checked and you take them to the doctor and the doctor blows you off or you don't feel like that's the right answer, find doctor. a new doctor. Second Get a opinion. second opinion. Yes. Always. Always. But I'm just going to say, like, trust your instincts with your kids. You know? Yes. Trust your instincts in terms of giving them options, in terms of giving them freedom. You, you're going to know your kid best. And I think... I think as parents, we're afraid to trust our instincts a lot of the time. Trust your instincts. As an example, my son, who is my oldest, he's 23 now, his mother's approach was to just crack down and be a hard ass. You can't do that. Did not work with him. That might work with some kids, but it did not work with him. It's going to make a lot of kids rebel even more. She, She couldn't figure out how to make him do what she wanted so he came to live with me mm-hmm. which I, I which is huge you know because she is very much a control person mm-hmm. and so she basically threw her hands up said he's living with you for his 8th grade year so obviously this was years and years ago mm-hmm. I just sat him down and I'm like look dude because I call my son dude mm-hmm. I, I call my daughter dude I, so I call Lily dude I was like, I was like, dude, I can't. I'm like, look, believe this, don't believe it. It's it's a fact. I cannot make you do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the biggest lie parents are going to tell you. I cannot make you do a damn thing. Oh yeah. I'm like, this is your mother's impression of you. She thinks you're you're these things. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I want you to try hard. I want you to do well, of course, but. You're going to do what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And his, he and his mother, if you couldn't tell, have had a rocky relationship. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, look, dude, I'm like, if you want to prove your mom wrong, now is the time. To do it. And you it, know what? Proving, proving a parent wrong. Yeah. It is going to kill her that you've come oh. to live with me and now you're Help doing well. Yeah. Which yeah. she did. Prove your parents wrong. <laughs> and she hated it, and he loved uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Motivation. The right? carrot. Carrot, not the stick. <laughs> no, the carrot. Prove. That's always, like, there are two things that have always been my motivation. So if you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. And if yeah. you think I can't do something, I'm then gonna I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Guys, this has been a really good episode. We've covered yeah. quite a bit. Healthcare and poutine. Parent poutine. Parent, parenting poutine. That's the name of the episode. Parenting poutine. Parenting poutine. Parenting poutine. Parenting poutine. All right, poutine. I like parenting. it. Parenting with gravy and cheese. Yep. Parenting poutine. That's the best kind of parenting. Let's be yeah, honest. I mean, you can't beat poutine. I would eat poutine every day if I could. Uh, I wouldn't eat 900 pounds. <laughs> Poutine is. Well, that's where the if I could comes in play there. Yeah, if I could. If I could eat 900 pounds of poutine, I would eat (laughs) 900 pounds of poutine. Anyway, let's stick a fork in this, Johnny. Up, up, and orderly. If you can't stand the heat, stay out of Hell's Kitchen. Stupid adult hands. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.